Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about being exploited as a junior software developer. So let's get into it. So the question in question was more of an observation really. Uh, it was posted on one of the videos that I made uh, a while back called Does programming get more interesting as you progress or does it get boring? And it's actually funny because it's in reply to a little bit of a rant that I went on in that video where I basically state that hey, you know what? Uh, if a junior, what's nice about being a senior software developer when you're dealing with a junior is out to prove him or herself is that they usually have like they will fall for for you know all the tricks that you can use as a senior to get them to do stuff you don't really want to. And this person writes, "Oh my God, you just made me realize that I'm a junior developer who's trying to prove himself to the seniors, and so I take a lot of work for them. I've been getting played." Yes, my friend, you have been getting played. Well, it's not necessarily you're not necessarily getting played. It might, you know, be a completely benign thing. But what's interesting with your observation is that this is a reflection that you will get at some point. And this is the thing that I've been saying to you a few times, and it ties in. That's why I wanted to take this and like kind of make a small video about it at the very least, because this ties into a very holistic picture that I'm trying to paint for you if you're a junior software developer. And that holistic picture is that you may think that I am an arrogant douchebag, you may think that I'm elitist, or you might th may think that, you know, I say things that are scary or things like that. And all of this is absolutely true. But what I, and I've said this before as well, what I want, I want you to understand is, guys, it wasn't all that long ago when I went through all of this. I did. And the thing that's going to happen to you is the thing that happened to this person. You are going to realize, if you stick by being a software developer, that you are a junior and just as a person growing up, like a, a child maturing, you are going through a development process. And that personal development process is literally the same process that I went through that your favorite guru went through and all the successful people who do software development went through. All of them. We just have different stories, but it is the same process. And by the time, and I've actually said this, and I'm, this is the thing, I really am not trying to be arrogant when I say this to the people who are a little bit toxic to me regarding, like, especially the interviewing videos. Holy shit, there's a lot of people who hate me for saying that front-end development is harder than a three-month booth camp. And like what I usually reply is very simply that you know if if you are if, like, the, the, I don't I don't want to spend time arguing with you because if you're fighting me on this it's proof to me that you don't know the first thing about IT you've never worked in IT because I never have that I've never had that battle with anybody I would consider a peer with in in IT and the reason is as I said because they simply do not have any understanding of what it means to work with other people and they're gonna make the same mistakes in many cases that I did and so forth and that's kinda of what I do this thing for to see if I can give you some of my mistakes so that it's not gonna come and bite you so hard in the ass as it did with me uh, and I also know which is the arrogant part and I can tell them basically that come back to me Come back to me and send me an email in a year from now when you have your first software job and you have been working for at least a year and then apologize to me. 
The reason why I can be that confident is not because I think I have all the answers, but it is because it's only at that point you will start to understand what it actually means to be a software developer. Before you get into the club, a lot of the stuff that I might be saying it's not going to make any sense. And sure, not everything I'm going to say is going to be completely spot on, but you hopefully are going to see a red thread through the thing. Because these conversations that I have with you guys, it's the same damn conversations I have with my coworkers who have most of them have been working for a little while. And we never fight. I mean, the closest thing to an argument we have is if Angular is the best or if React is the best. That's like the closest thing, but like how to be a software developer and what's good practice, what's bad practice, like all this stuff is like just obvious. We don't even speak about it. But I'll share a small story with you about how I came to realize this, the fact that I'm actually dumber than I think I am. Uh, how I came to that realization uh, when I was a more junior profile. So I used to, and this is this, this is the thing. This is when I. This is a story from when I was a philosopher because. This is what I'm saying. Like I have been through all of this stuff. I've been the loudest uh, and most provocative philosopher. Junior developer thinks he knows things that the obvious, the old farts obviously don't know. Type of deal. Uh, I've been that guy. And so uh, there was a, w a while there where I, ha I was working at the company, and I am so sorry. I wish I could go back and change it now that I have some some hindsight. But yeah, that's the way it is can just hope that I'll do better in the future. So at that company, I started, I got some very good feedback on my performance early on, because of course, as a junior software developer, you're shitting your pants most of the time, trying to just prove to all the awesome seniors there that you're not worthless, that you know some stuff. And usually what happens with the junior at that point is that they start out really, really scared after a year or two, roughly in the same space, and they can start to kind of deliver. They will move into like, either philosopher mode or like they're going to be a little bit arrogant or you know they, because now they're comfortable now it's not so scary anymore and now all of a sudden they have all these ideas and all this pre like they they will say things and like all their personality traits are going to shine through because you know and that's the beautiful part about the seniors it's kind of like i like to I, I like the analogy it's like watching a really old mature dog slouching and just doing the thing that it's supposed to be doing. It's a dog. It's supposed to be just guarding stuff and shit. And then there's this tiny little pooch, little chihuahua with a lot of energy and just runs around and barks all the time. It does the same fucking thing. It's guarding something just as the big dog, but it's not, but it's making a lot of noise. That was me. The little chihuahua. I was the little chihuahua. So I ran around telling everybody about how we could improve test coverage, how we should use microservices, how we should do this and that and so forth. And I pissed a whole bunch of people off because I didn't realize that, as an example, uh, this is something that you learn as a more experienced developer, that it doesn't matter if you know a million things about software development, if you're working in a company where they only care about getting stuff done. It, you, because, as I like to say, you can't force people to be more than they are. They have to want it. And it doesn't matter. You can sh try to inspire people and so forth. But the problem is that that's very hard. And that's what's very frustrating to me because it's like pushing against the wall. You're trying to yeah, get someone to move in a direction and nobody's listening because, you know, you think you have all these great ideas, but you're actually missing the bigger picture. And so one of my coworkers, who I respect enormously, his name is Mark. 
talked about Mark before. Uh, this dude, uh, he, <laughs> we have jokingly, he, I, rem I still remember to this day, because I was... A few of the things that I was barking about was actually coming through. Like a few things actually did happen, so there were a few benefits here and there. But the cost to me was that I was borderline getting fired, and I had horrible peer reviews by the end of my time at that company. Like I swear, like there was. Uh, I even remember my boss saying to me, "I have to filter your 360 feedback because otherwise it might uh, come off as a bit negative." That's what he said. I didn't actually hear any of the feedback because like they shut down the department and everything like that before that even happened but that was the situation and I can imagine now when I'm much older and much much wiser and bolder that that was not something that my co-workers really wanted from me they didn't want a chihuahua who ran around and barked all the time so my friend Mark he said he sat me down a while back and he said because after like the whole thing was kind of over he told me, Frederick, I kind of looked at you as my canary. That's what I liked about you. And I asked him, what, what do you mean? Well, you know the, the, how coal miners used to have a canary when they were down in the mine shaft to just check if there was a gas leak? So if the canary died, they knew there was danger ahead. So all I have to do is to sit here and because I know that you are right about a lot of stuff and that we need to do things better and so forth but I also know that it's a pretty risky move to do the thing that you're doing because you're talking to people who don't really care about the stuff so you're going about it in a very dangerous way but here's me I can and that's why you are my canary because I can sit like you know you I'll just watch you I'll just send you out first and see how the what, what happens and if you survive then we know that we can move on this if you don't survive well that's that so, what I want you to take away from this is that Mark is a horrible person, and I love him to death. Uh, we uh, we still meet up every now and then for like an after work, and uh, I love him like a brother. And he was absolutely right, and I hope that I have given you a little bit of an insight to exactly this thing as the subscriber is 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 getting to understand, guys. You are a junior developer. Well, if you are a junior developer. And even if you're not a junior developer, even if you are more experienced and you're going into a new role, you have to understand that you are evolving. That means that you're going to think that you have all these awesome, awesome ideas. And they're not going to seem so awesome in a year or two. They're going to feel like a very embarrassing thing in many cases, just as it was being a teenager. And the best thing I think that you should consider is to just look at this as it's a learning opportunity. It's a learning experience. All of these things, right? And you're going to go through the same thing as all the other developers. So if you want to save yourself a little bit of embarrassment, don't be so opinionated and strong-willed and be more open to listening to people <clears throat> who have been doing this for a little while longer. Not, all, not everybody's going to have good advice for you, but just hear them out. Because I promise you, most of them, they were they were you. They have been you for the longest time. And the people they are now, they grew into those people doing the same things that you are doing right now. Have a great day.